Somebody said that it couldn't be done. But he, but they chuck a reply that maybe it could, but he wouldn't be the one. So still, he struggled and he tried. With a lift of a chin and a bit of a grin, without any doubt or quote it, he started to sing as he tackled the thing that could not be done, and he done it. There are thousands to tell you that it cannot be done. There are thousands to prophesize failure. There are thousands to point out to you one by one the dangers that wait to assail you. But just take off your coat, take off your head, take off your shoes and begin it to start to sing as you tackle the thing that cannot be done, and you can do it. Let us pray. Gracious God of Heavenly Father, we come now to thank you for yet another day. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege as well as the opportunity just to come once again to stand before your people. We pray now, Lord, that you would hide us behind yonder's cross. Bless us now. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be accepted in our sight. O oh Lord, you are our strength, and thou redeemer. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. To Pastor Harris and Sister Harris and the officers and all the members of this great fine church, let's uh, show the, the choir some love. They, Singing like that will make a man want to preach or give up his preaching license. <laughs> it is indeed an honor and a pleasure to be with you once again. Now, I'm having problems with this headpiece, and Brother Harris said that he has problems with it, but he told me in the office that my head was bigger. <laughs> and uh, so if anybody got any duct tape, just bring it up here and, and we'll... We'll take care of that. Uh, I'm not going to worry your patience long, but I am going to worry your patience. Amen. I didn't come to make friends. I come to preach the word of God. I didn't come to preach a new gospel. I just come to preach more gospel. Amen. So if you will, turn with me just for a moment. Um, the 133rd Division of Psalms. The 133rd Division of Psalms. And also uh, Genesis, the 13th chapter. When you found it, say amen. and. 33rd Division of Psalms and Genesis, the 13th chapter. The first verse, uh, 133rd Division of Psalms, I'd like to draw your attention. It's, uh, it reads, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Amen. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren 
dwell together in unity. Genesis, the 13th chapter, the 8th verse. Breathe. And Abraham said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdsmen and thy herdsmen, for we are brothers. Let there be no strife between me and you, your herdsmen and my herdsmen, for we are brothers. Amen. Y'all excuse me. I'm, my heart is heavy this morning. I'm going to use, if you will, the subject, the beauty of unity. The beauty of unity. Unity is strength. Oneness promotes unquestionable integrity, which leads to order and give birth to harmony where peace abides. Unity, unity, unity is strength. Oneness promotes unquestionable integrity which leads to order and gives birth to harmony where peace abides. If there's no unity, there'll be no lasting peace. There be no oneness nor will there be harmony if unity is not present. If we as a people, if we as a nation, if we as a church, if we as children of God, there must be unity within the body of Christ. Our world will be chaotic. The church will be just as much as chaotic as the world. If there's going to be peace somewhere, it should be in the house of God. It should be among the people of God. If there's going to be peace, the church must lead the battle. It must lead the cry. It it must hold the banner that we are one in Christ. If you can't find peace in the church, close it down. Knock the building down and make the whole church a parking lot. Because we got to be one. Genesis 13 and 8. Abram said unto Lot, let there be no strife. I pray thee. Listen, listen. He said, let there be no strife. I pray thee between me and thee. Between my herdsmen and thy herdsmen, for we are brothers. Brothers and sisters, 
regardless of where we live, what type of job we have, educational level, the color of our skin, there should be one common denominator. We are brothers. We should let the world things separate us, divide us, and cause tension up between us. It is one thing for a group of people to journey together to Jerusalem for a feast, but quite something else for them to live together day by day. I, I, I can travel from here to Bowling Green, here to Nashville with you. But if I have to live with you from day to day, that calls something, that, that calls stress and, 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 and confusion, it, 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 it puts a little more pressure to the metal when I have to live by you and look at you day in and day out. But if I just had to just get in a car and ride from here to Nashville or Louisville, which I can handle that. But when we come to living together and living by each other, that's a horse of a different color. Abram and Lot, Isaiah and his family, Jacob and Laban, Joseph and his brother reminds us that brothers do not always dwell together in unity. Unity must come down from above like the precious oil that ran down Aaron's beard and bathed the twelve jewels of his breastplate. Or unity must be like the dew from Mount Hermon descending on the Mount of Zion. It, it, it must water all of us and cause us to grow in Christ. Brothers and sisters, we got to, we got to stand. We have to be an example for a mean, dark, mad world that we are living for Christ. We must come together where the world tried to, to uh, divide us and, and separate us. Unity is good. It's like the dew. It produces fruit. Fruit of peace, love, joy, oneness, and common and communion between God and man, man and man, and God's people in the world. The world don't know how to live unless they see us. We, we have to set the example. Parents, we have to set the example for our children on how we got to live together and work together. If, if your child is raised in a home of confusion, you better believe his home will be a home of confusion. But if we're raised in a home of love, peace, and oneness, your child will live in the same home. We have to. Set the world, set the tone for a dying and a dark and a dismal world. It's pleasant. <clears throat> like the oil that produces love, a loving fragrance that spreads throughout the house. It's, it brings peace, joy, and oneness. It's a delightful to the nostrils. A 
God's people. It causes us to, to walk together and love each other. Not because of, Brother Harris, in spite of. It's good preaching. I don't love you because, uh, I don't love you because I, I love you. In spite of all that we have gone through, I still love you. In spite of what the world may say and what men may do, I love you. I want to tell you something else. Ain't nothing you can do about it. I'm not mandated to love. I love because Jesus first loved me. Unity brings love. Not criticism. Not separation. Not division. Unity blinds me and have me deceived. Hey, regardless of what's going on, he or she is made in the image of God. They are oneness. The choir sung a song. And they said, uh, what is it said? Uh, I'm going to see the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to see the king. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you're not saved, if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're going too. But it may not be to see the king. You see somebody, but he won't be the king. I want to go where the thunder on road. I want to go where there's peace and harmony. I want to go where the children and women are not afraid to walk the streets. Yeah. Hey, y'all, I feel pretty good up here now. But hmm. <laughs> Harry, I know this ain't the main show, but I'm trying to. Keep it from boiling over to 11 o'clock. <laughs> however, <clears throat> however, division, disunity, discourse among God's people produced opposite. No fruit, no love, no lasting memories. Disunity leaves a foul stench in the nostrils of a holy God. Disunity weakens the fellowship, forms scales on the eyes of the believers, cripple progress, deposit bitter resentment in the hearts of the saints, and render all accounts insufficient faith. Disunity does that. My most beloved, Brothers and sisters of God, we must be as one in the sight of God and the world. We, 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 we have no other choice. We have no other choice but to be as one. Don't, don't, don't let anything separate us from the love of God. Don't, don't let anything separate us from each other. I need you. You need me. We need each other. 
and we need Christ. We, we, we can't make this journey without you. You hear me? You hear me? Y'all wonder why I'm holding this finger up or this hand up. His thumb is out here by himself. You don't think that thumb no good? Cut him off. Cut him off. The other fingers. They'll founder. They'll founder around. But they, 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 they'll make it. But they'll do it crippled. But if you put them together, there's unity. You may be a thumb. You may be a little finger. You may be a middle finger. You may be the other finger. But we need each other. God so fixed it that we need each other. And if you can't make it with God, you can't make it with me. We, we must be one in God. Where integrity and order and harmony abides. Peace will be in the midst. God will be in the midst of his people, God will give us the things we need in order to survive. God will cut a, a trail through the mean and the rugged path that we will serve him and serve each other. God will let his glory shine in our hearts and in our minds that men will know we've been with the king. But I tell you this, we first got to get together here. We got to drop some stuff here. We got to get rid of some stuff here. Yeah, we got to be, got to share some stuff here so we can be together up there. I don't want to shock you, but I want to tell you the truth. There'll be no white heaven. There'll be no black heaven. Be no red heaven or no other kind of heaven. There'll be no black God. White God, I don't want a God that looks at me because of my color. I want a God to love me for who I am. I'm a sinner in need of a savior. Can't save myself, but I know God can save me. I don't want him to save me because I'm black. And I don't want to save you because you're white. I want to save him because I trust in him. I put my all and all in his hands. Uh, yeah. I, I rest on the promise that he will save me. That's what I want to be saved. See, we, we have to understand, we have to understand that when... We put those things that separate us apart, those things that divide us apart. We'll walk together as one. We stop criticizing and start building up. We'll stop building gated communities and start building communities. And if I was to die, Sister Harris, and be the only one in heaven, Heaven wouldn't be a happy place for me. It would not be. Because nobody else would be there to enjoy it. I want my brothers and sisters there. Those by creation and regeneration. I want to be there to sing the songs of Zion. To bow down 
at the foot of the cross and cry, Holy, holy is Jesus Christ, the Lord, my Savior. I, I, I want to be saved, and being saved is more than just coming to church on Sunday morning. You can come here and shout all day long, but once you cross that threshold out there, how are you going to act? For this is a part of the beauty of unity. John 14 and 9 says, He that, if you have seen me, you have seen him. I and the Father are one. He, he says here, uh, Jesus says, even though we're separated, we're still one. Even though it looks like uh, we're pulling uh, in different directions, we, we, we're still one. Yeah, yeah. You're all on this side of the street. We're on that side of the street. But yet there's no streets between us unless you place it there. If, 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 if you put 240 between Whooping First Baptist and Whooping Baptist, yes, we're divided. But if you take it out of your mind, Move it. That's 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 nothing between us. Yeah, yeah. We sang over there, going to see the king. Just like you sang over here, we going to see the king. Mm-hmm. We sang over there, amazing grace. Just like you sang over here, amazing grace. And grace is just as amazing over there as it is here. I love the Lord. He, he heard my cry. He pitied my every groan. Long as I live and trouble arise, I hasten to the throne. I love him. Love him. You can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. Don't let us. Let us. Let us not allow mundane things, unimportant things separate us. When, when men are in order, when men are in harmony with each other, God is in the midst. And what God has joined together, let no man put asunder. Now we are one twine, one flesh in the sight of God. Abram said to Lot, let there be no strife. Let there be no conflict. Let there be no struggles. Let there be no disunity. Let there be no schism. Let there be no war. Let there be no division. Let there be no discord. Let there be no dissension. Let there, no, let, let there be no infighting. Let there be no friction between us. He's, don't let it. Don't, don't let it. Don't, 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 don't let it. I pray thee, I pray thee, between me and you. That's, that's, that's what Abram told Lot. He says, listen, 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 church. He said, let there be no strife between me and you. It. It seems like really you're just talking there. But uh, 
I had a, I had a problem in English uh, when I was in school. Uh, English was my, my uh, uh, mountain to climb. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't care if you know it now, but I tell the secret. The only class that could have kept me from graduating from Western Kentucky University was English. I passed every class. Every class they threw at me, Brother Tim, I passed it. Bam! But English was the only class. English put a halt to my education. I could not pass English. Brother Rob, I flunked English three times. <laughs> I stayed in Western and got two majors because of English. <laughs> Lord, if that's a tail, slap me down right now. I went to Western for one major, ended up with two majors because I could not pass English. Stayed there. Flunk English, flunk English, flunk English. And all those classes behind me, but English was the only class. So you know, they should have my name on a room up there at Cherry Hall. <laughs> the problem was I was dyslexic and I didn't know it. That's why I flunked English. I would write, and when my writing, I would skip words. I would say, like, Mary went to the room. And I would say, Mary, room. Never proofread anything because in my mind it was, it was good. But in all that studying of English, I've got something out the class. Abram says, let there be no strife between me. And you. He said that. And in English they told me, he said, when, when, when you are writing and when you are presenting something, you always put the other person first. And then you last. But look what Abram does here. Abram says, let there be no strife between me first. And you second. In other words, Abram said, uh, you ain't the problem, I am. Ah! Ah! Help me, Jesus. Ah! He says, you ain't the problem, I'm the problem. He didn't say, let there be no strife between you and me. He said, let, let there be no problem between me and you. <laughs> how many of us, how many of us see us as a stick in the mud and say, Lord, don't fix Brother Harris, fix me. If you fix me, everything will be all right. If you take the moke out of my eye, then we can take the speck out of his eye. <laughs> oh, I need to cry. I need to get out of here. Yeah! I need to get out of here, y'all. Hmm. 
we, we, we can't, we can't point the finger at someone else until we first get ourselves straight. We can't, we can't say the problem is with those over there. First, we got to say it's, the problem starts with me. And if I get me right, yeah, everything else will be all right. But the problem is we want to get everybody else right. And we stay the same. No. Lord, if you're going to fix anybody, fix Jimmy. Lord, if you're going to iron out the wrinkles in anybody else's life, iron out the wrinkles in Jimmy's life. Lord, if you're going to deliver anybody, deliver me first. If you want to show anybody how messed up, how no good, how low down they are, show me first. And when you show it to me, then, Lord, I said, just don't show it to me. Fix it. Fix it like you said you would. That's what, that's what, that's what unity is. And when God fixed the problem that we have, when God fixed the problem that my personal problem, you know, It'd be no problem in dealing with my brothers and sisters. It'd be no problem dealing with the world. Yeah. Because if, if I try to fix them and I go and see that they're not fixed, I'm just going to get angry and say, you know, they're not as good as I am. Yeah. But if, if, he, if, if he fixed me first, yeah, yeah, like Abram, yeah, fix me, I'll... I believe we'll be all right. As, as I hasten to the close, allow me, if, if you please, to employ several words of the Apostle Paul that is found in Ephesians 4, 1 through 6. He said, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of your vocation." Wherewith you are called, with all lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bonds of peace. Therefore, there is one body, one Spirit, even as ye are called, in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all, above all, above all, above all, and through all, and in you all. That's what he says. Believers, we are one. In Jesus Christ, Galatians 3 and 28 says, There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. There ye for ye are one in Jesus Christ. Christ Jesus we are one. Is that all right? Is that all right? I don't care about the color of your skin, the length of your hair, 
where you live. I don't care about the world, what the world has pinned on you. I come to tell somebody that we are one in Christ. Is that all right? Is that all right? We may be separated here on this mundane shore we call earth. But I want you to know that in Christ's eyes, the blood that was shed on Calvary brought us together and made us one. Is that all right? I come to tell somebody that we are one in Christ, not separated by color. Not separated by communities, not separated by a wall, but we are we are joined by the blood that was shed on a hill called Calvary. Is that all right? Is that all right? I thank God this morning for bringing us together here on Unity Day. I thank God for allowing Pastor Harris and Woodman Baptist to extend the invitation that we come and parade up and down the streets of Woodburn, up and down the streets of Warren County telling men and women that God specializes. God can take what separate and bring us together. I'm glad that God looked beyond my faults and saw my knees. I'm glad that God made so that we can walk together in unity and in peace. But we must endeavor yeah, to make this spiritual unity a practical reality in our daily lives. What I'm trying to say, brothers and sisters, is that living together in unity is not easy. One brother, I was in the bathroom, and one brother asked me, he said, are you ready? I said, just like rolling down the hill. You don't have to get ready to roll down the hill. You just ball up and start rolling. But living together in unity, it calls some giving and some taking. Some giving up for me, myself, and I, and say you first. Well, what do you mean, Pastor Williams? How can you demonstrate it? I noticed uh, this morning when Pastor Harris and I was coming in the door, the usher took the took the door. He opened the door and stepped aside. In other words, he said, you first, and I'll come in later. That's what we need to do. We got to open up the door and say, you first, and me second. We don't have to rush in because there's enough for God's children. He had prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies, and if we walk together, if we're one together, we're marching together up the King's Highway. Yes, I'm going to see the king, but I don't want to go see the king if you won't be there. I don't want to go to see the king if the king's not there. Yeah, I want to go see the king because we are one in Christ. Spiritual birth must lead to spiritual growth, which becomes when we become more like Jesus Christ. How do we become more like Jesus Christ? Is to be set. It's to set. Be set free from all our old friends, our, our old sins, our old thoughts, our old behavior, our old corrupt speech, our old bitterness. To be one is mean to be separated. What, what do you mean separated? 
if you don't have Christ right now as your Savior, your possibility of walking with Christ is, is minute. But you can change that. You can change that. How can you change it? Well, when the doors of the church are open or, or, or extended, do like that. Don't you act like you're being robbed at the bank. You, you know what I mean? When you're being bank robbed, bank robber run in, he say, stick him up. That means you hold your hand up and say, I surrender. Take what you want. And that's what we need to do to God. Yeah. When he extends the invitation that we come one of his disciples, we ought to hold our hand up and say, I surrender. Take what you want. Lord, take my mind, my old mean, nasty mind. Take my old devilish thoughts. Take my bitter speech, my corrupt uh, walks. Take everything from me and make me one. And watch. Watch how he do it. He will make you one. The beauty of unity is that we'll let Christ be the head. And we'll follow. Where he leads me, I'll follow. I'll go with them. Where? All the way. I just won't go with him on unity today. Yeah. I, I'll go with him all, all the way. Yeah, when I'm standing in line, I see injustice done. Yeah. If it's injustice, yeah, I'm with him. Why? Because God is with him. Brothers, we got to stand. We're, we're too quiet. We're... We're too, uh, we're too mellow out. We got to stand. We got to stand. Let us, let us don't build no walls. Let us build communities. Let us build. And I tell you this, yeah, women and children won't be afraid to walk the streets. We won't be afraid to love each other. But the scripture also said when we do, we speak it in love. Yeah, I love you. Whooping first Baptist. I love you, Brother Harris, Sister Harris. We've been on this journey a long time. 20 years better. Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. You know something? 20 years. And I'm not tired yet. <laughs> can we, can we? Can we live together in unity? Yeah, it's, yeah. We, we, we get up in the, on Sunday morning, we come to church, but that ain't it. It's when we leave here. When we leave here. When we leave here. Can, can we take church with us on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday? Can we take church then? Because that's when church needs to be employed. Yeah, it, it's no problem to come up here and raise hands and say, Kumbaya, we shall overcome. But out there, in a mean and mad and dark world, can we, can we stand together? Yeah. But, but Pastor, I, I can do it here because I got all my faithful believers. I got my warriors with me. If you're out there by yourself, all by yourself, and no one's flanking your left nor your right, Jesus is by you. He said, if I'm for you, I'm more than the world against you. We got to understand, he's with us. He walks with me and 
He talks with me. He tells me I'm his own. The joy I share as we tarry there. The world never know me. God bless you. And God keep you. The beauty of unity is that everybody are one in the eyes of Christ. May God bless you and forever keep you. Brother Harrison.